You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I actually had like what I call my most New York day ever, where I woke up at like three in the morning to go work my morning shift. I was opening the fitness studio, worked that whole first shift. Then I had a a singing callback with the music director. And then I had a work session with the, uh, with the dance team, um, to learn Mungo Jerry and Rumpel Teaser, the duet. And then from there, I went and worked my uh, serving shift at the restaurant from like five to midnight. And then my final callback was the very next day. So I was like, that was just like, that was like the greatest day ever because I was just doing the thing. I was doing it all. Hey, what's going on? It's me, Roscoe, founder and host of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. Built for the Stage is an online training program that helps actors to train like athletes. If you want to try a free trial, go to the website, builtforthestage.com, or click the link in the description of this episode. All right, we have an exciting podcast episode for you today, as always, on Built for the Stage. If you want to give us a follow first, head on over to at Bill for the stage on Instagram while you're listening to this episode. And once again, don't forget about our amazing producing team at Broadway Podcast Network. All right, let's bring on our guest, Zachary Daniel Jones. He made his debut in Cats. You've seen him in Beetlejuice. And we're going to have a chat with BFTS fam. Zach Jones. What's up, Zachary Daniel Jones? How are hey, you? Hey, I'm good. How are you doing? You know, it's 2020 and I'm doing as good <laughs> as I as I can, right? Um, but we're making the best of it. So good to see you virtually uh through the computer screen. Yeah, it's good to see you too. It's it's been nice. Uh I started Bill for the Stage, gosh, back in at the end of April. Um and so I've been, I've been, you know, going along with all your tutorial videos. I've gotten to see you in a historical sense. So it's nice to see you face to face. Right, right. Yeah, this is our first time, I guess, virtually chatting uh, in person. But you, <laughs> you did, yeah, you came on to Bill for the Stage at a, 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 a unique time in the company because, you know, we were just making these transitions to try to continue to serve fitness to everyone um, while COVID had recently struck. Um, but you're consistent. Let's start there. Like, how do you, yeah, uh, sure. how, how have you been 
how have you been managing to keep the motivation to put to put in the work you know while at home or you know just yeah having to live this covid life and fitness yeah absolutely um so a major reason i wanted to start built for the stage in the first place um is because i'm the kind of person where i i, I have a lot of things i want to do um I'm constantly like, oh, I would love to study this or I would love to work on that or, you know, in, in fitness and, and getting in shape and, um, and and nutrition. That was something that I was always saying, oh, I'll do it when I do this or I'll do it when I get my next show or I'll do it starting next month or next year or whatever. And what I realized is I kept putting it off. And of course, you know, when, when you don't put in the work, you're not going to yield the results you want. Um, and so... Uh, at the beginning of COVID, I was kind of like, you know what? Now's the perfect time. Now's the perfect time because you don't have excuses and you do want a lot for yourself. Um, and so that's why I sort of just like leapt in. And that's sort of been uh, a major inspiration throughout was was the idea of like, you know, just keeping it going, um, you know, really investing in, in physical activity. I firmly believe, you know, that we are full-bodied uh, creatures and that our internal life is just as much reflective of our external life. So the more connected to your body you are, the, the stronger you are, um, I think the stronger you can be on the inside as well. Yeah, absolutely. I've been trying to hit that home with our Bill for the Stage fam and just followers that, you know, hey, if any of there was a time to be mentally struggling, mental health-wise, this is probably the time that it's happening. So practice your fitness, not just to enhance your physical abilities, but just to enhance your mental health as well, because they're all one and the same. Yeah, absolutely. Where are you calling in from today? I am in Harlem, New York City. I love, <laughs> you know, every, I love a visual description on a audible uh, podcast, but I love the, <laughs> I love the stockings behind you. Oh, yes. Yeah, we are very festive in, in our household. Um, we typically, you know, we don't bring in the next holiday until the holiday before it has been celebrated. But this year, we're like, okay, it's, <laughs> it's the day after Halloween, I think we should set up for Christmas. And that's basically what we did. Um, so there's all sorts of stuff. There's lights everywhere. We made a, <laughs> uh, a fake Christmas tree out of uh, gardening supplies. <laughs> so uh, oh, we're, I <laughs> have you posted about this yet? No, I haven't. <laughs> that I live sounds... with my boyfriend and uh, and our our roommate uh, Morgan, and <laughs> that was something that we were kind of like, we could show the world. We could also just keep it for ourselves. So oh, maybe the maybe the, the fake Christmas tree will uh, make an appearance. <laughs> A Christmas tree out of garden supplies. I mean, come on, if that's not intriguing, I don't know what is. <laughs> Yeah, so we're getting in the spirit, you could say. <laughs> Got you. Well, as you've been getting in, I will admit, I don't get ready for the for Christmas early per se, usually around you know the beginning of December. However, when Christmas is over, I leave my tree up for all of January because it's still winter vibes. I love the Christmas tree, so I don't get it maybe set up as early as others, but I do leave it up for a, an extended amount of time. That's great. You know, you got to get a full use out of it. Really this, enjoy it. <laughs> this year has been a bit different because the the 
pandemic has led me down to Florida. So it's my first summer winter. Um, I'm sitting outside right now in shorts and a t-shirt. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's been strange like to be celebrating or trying to get into the holiday spirit, but it's, you know, 70 degrees outside. It's been a little bit odd. So just a, a different spirit, a different spirit that you can get into in, in your shorts and t-shirt. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. Let's get into a little theater chat here. You made your debut in uh, Cats and uh, I had seen a little blurb or blog, blog you shared about uh, your Beetle, Beetlejuice audition and, and how it was kind of an entertaining or funny uh, <laughs> event. And then you said, actually, my cat's audition was kind of entertaining as well. Tell us about just uh, that process of, of booking your first Broadway show. Sure. Yeah. I mean, so I, I had just moved to New York City uh, a few months before. Um, this was 2016 um, after graduating college. And I very quickly ran out of money, like I think a lot of us do. Um, and so, you know, after I got there, uh, I was like, okay, great. So I have to get jobs. Like I have to, you know, find a, a way to make a, an income so I can stay here. Um, so I ended up working at a restaurant, uh, as a host and a server. And when that wasn't cutting it, I actually got a second job and I was working, uh, at a fitness studio as a club coordinator. And so I was working two jobs that schedule isn't insane and crazy um, and, and very time consuming. And so the audition game wasn't really existent for me um, at the time. And so there was a miraculous day where I didn't have either of my jobs. I wasn't working. I, I didn't have any shift scheduled. It was my one day off in several weeks. And it just happened to line up with the uh, Cats Broadway revival ECC. Um, and they were looking for replacements. And so I was like, you know what? Let's do this. You haven't danced in a long time. Let's go to this audition. You have a day off. Let's make it happen. So I ride the subway down. At this point, I was not making that much money. So I actually would sometimes walk to auditions from Harlem to, to, uh, to 35th or 36th Street, whichever place it was. And, um, but this time I was like, okay, so I've saved up some money. I can actually spend right on the subway and we're going to go to this audition right down. I go to Staples cause I don't have any headshots or resumes. And typically I will just like go ahead and print off a quick one and uh, staple together and bring it on its way. And the line that day at Staples was so long and it wasn't moving. And so, you know, the clock is ticking and this audition is going to start and I'm not signed up for it. And so I get super duper frustrated because it's now about to start. Like it's about to start in like two minutes and I'm still nowhere near a computer. So super frustrated. I actually leave the staples, hike a left and start to walk down the subway steps um, to swipe in at that 34th street station. And just as I'm about to swipe through the turnstile, I pause for a moment and I take a deep breath and I say, you know what? You paid to come down here. You haven't danced in forever. Just go upstairs. And if they want your picture, they'll ask for your picture. And so that's exactly what I do. I take all my stuff. I hike on up to, to Pearl and, or was it at Ripley? It was at Ripley Greer. And so I, I walk up to Ripley Greer and um, 
sign in. I'm not in the first group. I'm actually going to be in the second group. So I had a little bit of time and I went to a computer in their like little cafe printing area, printed off a black, you know exactly where that is. I printed off a black and white headshot, stapled it together, handed it in, went into the second group. And I can't even tell you, it was like the most electric feeling I had ever had dancing that I've ever had in an audition setting. And and maybe it's because it was cats and it's like super like visceral. And, and so I was just like super charged. And I remember when I got out of there, I went into the bathroom to change out of, you know, like my audition clothes and back into human clothes. And I just like, like floodgates started crying. Cause I was just like, so happy. Cause like at that point I didn't even care. Like I didn't even care. Like, Oh cool. I could get it. I could not get it. I was just so happy to dance. So happy to do something I hadn't done in such a long time because of, you know, working and, and stress and, and all that kind of stuff that, you know, miraculously got a, a callback and, you know, went the very next day. It was a matter of five days that this whole process was. And <laughs> I actually had like what I call my most New York day ever, where I woke up at like three in the morning to go work my morning shift. I was opening the fitness studio, worked that whole first shift. Then I had a, a singing callback with the music director. And then I had a work session with the uh, with the dance team um, to learn Mungo Jerry and Rumpel Teaser, the duet. And then from there, I went and worked my uh, serving shift at the restaurant from like five to midnight. And then my final callback was the very next day. So I was like, that was just like, that was like the greatest day ever because I was just doing the thing. I was doing it all. I was, you know, working a job and I was also auditioning and, you know, voila, long story short, too late. Uh, that's sort of what happened. I mean, that's, that's what ended up happening after those five days, got the call three weeks later and I was going to be making my Broadway debut as Mungo Jerry in the Broadway Bible of cats. <laughs> well, congratulations to you. Um, now everyone that's listening, if you're not from New York or, or, uh, live there currently, the subway ticket or rides he's talking about are only depending on the time, it could have been $2 and 50 cents or two seventy five per, per trip. So Zachary's only talking about a $5 ride. So he was at the point where he literally at times was walking long walks to get to these auditions. Um, I want to get emotional just talking about it. And then he, you know, has this audition experience where he's working two jobs and he sandwiches them during a callback. My question to you is just as a performer, is it just purely the love of the art or where do you get the resiliency or the drive to like just hustle so hard during during that time in your life and career? Oh, gosh. I mean, we could go down a rabbit hole, but um, <laughs> it definitely I think I think it absolutely comes from my upbringing. You know, I, I come from a, a single parent household, uh, raising three kids. I mean, my mom worked four jobs just to put us through dance, you know, cause dance was kind of our first love. Dance was our gateway into theater. Um, and so, you know, like I, I absolutely learned what it is to, to work really, really hard for your opportunities and to grind and, and to, to expect a lot of yourself. You know, I think the, the more you expect of yourself, the more you can deliver. Um, and so I think that apps like that plays a huge part into, you know, how hard I've worked to 
build my performance career as well as, you know, my teaching career and, uh, and that kind of thing. And, in you know, cause it doesn't stop. I mean, like after cats, I went on and I, I worked at retail, you know, I, I've worked babysitting jobs, you know, like, so it's, it's not like, you know, you make it on Broadway and that's done and you did it. It's no, you got to keep fighting for it. You got to keep pushing for it and uh, keep working hard towards that. So I say I take a lot of inspiration from my mom. Um, and absolutely just the way we grew up. Love that. Love that. Yeah, definitely. The people you see on Broadway stages, um, are obviously crazy talented, but there are other crazy talented people out there, but the willingness to grind, to hustle sometimes just isn't there. So the mental toughness that actors who make it have is it's, it's gotta be some of the highest around, you know, artists are resilient, mm -hmm. are resilient for sure. Um, so love that mom leading the way, showing, <laughs> showing that bless her heart, just working those jobs. So y'all can go to dance class. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's, she's a beast. She's a warrior. <laughs> love it. <laughs> okay. Round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. So <laughs> then you you end up booking uh, Beetlejuice and you have another, another interesting audition. <laughs> Maybe, you know... The, as you keep going into for these big auditions, you should just try to make them as crazy of a situation as you can so that you're bound to book the role. <laughs> I know. Honestly, my friends make fun of me because I truly do. Like I, I have the most bizarre audition experiences or just maybe not bizarre, but like they're, they're super unique um, and in particular or something that like would only happen to me or only happen because of who I am. Um, and Beetlejuice, I guess, is is like absolutely another example of that. Uh, I had just finished a contract in Houston. I was working at Theater Under the Stars doing Mamma Mia. And it was actually, I want to say it was like the day I was traveling home, I got an email from my agent saying that Beetlejuice was looking for a last minute vacation swing. Um, and that was kind of rare or that was kind of unusual because you know, they were still building their show. They were still in rehearsals. They hadn't even started teching yet. And they were already looking for vacation swings. Um, and so the audition was going to be the very next day. And uh, that night, or that night, someone would find out that the following day, they'd be starting a new Broadway show. And so that's exactly what happened. I show up for the audition. It was in the morning. I actually had to swap shifts with someone at the, the, the store I was working at, um, in order to go. And I, uh, I show up, I walk in, I, I 
tend to not wear the most appropriate clothing to auditions. That sounds dirty. It's not dirty. I, I, I like, I don't typically wear pants. I'll wear shorts. I usually wear colorful socks. I don't wear, you know, like tame black socks. Uh, I might wear a fun shirt or I might wear a hat or make my hair crazy. And that's always just to sort of like remind myself to have fun, to not take it too seriously. Um, and sort of just be myself in the room. And so that's exactly what I did. I was wearing my pink socks, which is kind of a staple of uh, my audition attire. And I walk in and it is honestly the one of the most insane audition processes because it was so fast. I mean, it started with one giant group. Everyone was in one big group, probably like 50 of us. And we, we learned a cut of the dance and we then we danced and then they made a cut and then we learned another combination they made another cut and so by the end of it there were like eight of us and at that point they wanted the eight of us to go in and sing and so of course you know that at that moment they're like okay you want you to sing cool i'm gonna go find some stairwell to go and warm up and practice my song in, and then i'll go run in and, and we'll do it and so i like went away for a second to like i think i was just running through my song and then i come back and i'm just standing out there and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and no one's going in and, and we're all just sort of standing there. And then finally, uh, Rachel Hoffman, the casting director, she opens the door and she just looks at me in the eye. And I, I can't remember exactly what she said, but she said something along the lines of like, Zachary, do you want the job or not? And I was like, oh my God, sorry. I had no idea it was my turn to go in. She's like, come on, come on in. And so I walk in and so I'm like, I'm already feeling silly. Like we kind of laughed about it, but you know, in those situations, it is sort of like intimidating because you want to impress them. And so I walk in, I, I you know, I, I run through my music and, and I sing my song and and then Connor, the choreographer, he starts asking me questions. And as we're just talking, like having a conversation, I go to the piano. No, I go to the piano to like pick up my binder. And then I walk up to the audition table and I start like gathering their papers as I'm speaking to them and put it on top of my binder. And it's like total out-of-body experience. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm sorry. This is not mine. This is your stuff. I think I maybe thought like, oh, I'm getting my music. I, you know, this is my sheet music from my cut and I'm going to go leave now. And so I put it back on the table. I'm like, I'm going to go before this gets any worse. And they all start laughing. And, and so then I leave the room and I go and work my shift. And in the middle of my shift, I get a phone call and they're like, voila, you're starting tomorrow um, as our vacation swing. So never, never a dull moment in the life of Zach Jones. <laughs> I think uh, an occurrence like that is, if it would ever be more appropriate, it would be for going in for a show like Beetlejuice, where you're showing them like, there's something quirky about this guy. There's something <laughs> a little off. He's perfect. Yep. Let's let's cast him. Let's put him in. Uh, yeah, I think that definitely played into it a little bit. <laughs> being, being a part of uh, the Beetlejuice cast in comparison to other casts that you've been a part of, just due to the nature of the show and um, yeah, just, just the personality that's required of the show. Was this cast a special one in terms of like, wow, there's not one low key person in this cast. Like this is a riot. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, the, the company from top to bottom, both on and off stage, truly one of the most remarkable uh, culminations of people I've ever been around. Um, everyone is funny. Everyone uh, doesn't take themselves too seriously. Everyone works really hard. 
Um, I mean, with a show like Beetlejuice, where you've got just as much chaos happening on stage as there is behind the stage, um, you kind of need everybody's wits about them and, and everyone who can support one another. And being a vacation swing, you know, not being in the building 100% of the time. And even when I am in the building, I'm typically jumping into someone else's role. And so there's a lot of stuff to navigate there too, where like, you know, people doing their eight, 10, 12 show week, they know, okay, this is where this person is. This is where this person is. Whereas if you're jumping in maybe for the first or second time, you know, now you don't want to mess up their sort of, uh, routine. And, and so this group for my first swing experience, um, I, I could not have asked for a better group of people or a more supportive group of people because they're just, they're so talented and so generous and fun um, that it, it truly, like Beetlejuice is just the best, best place to work. For all, for all the diehard cult uh, Beetlejuice fans out there, you, you mentioned that there's crazy stuff on the stage, but you said there's crazy stu- stuff off the stage, like behind, behind the scenes. When you were doing the show, what, what's something that, the audience doesn't know is, is happening behind the, the stage to make this show happen. Sure. I mean, any, any sort of magical elements or any sort of like pop outs. I mean, we've got a lot of moving set pieces and, you know, the winter garden's huge, but the backstage space isn't that big at all. And so, you know, if, if you have things flying in or out now, all of a sudden those pieces have to be lifted up, you know, when the, when the wall is covered or like if there's any scene that happens, that's not in the house and the house moves upstage, you, you have, you know, our crew or our, our stage hands, um, putting, you know, because the house goes through three different transformations um, throughout the course of the show. And so they are building that behind the scenes, truly right behind the stage while the show is happening in front of us. Um, So there's just a lot of moving elements. There's a lot of makeup changes, a lot of costume changes. I mean, I know Miss Argentina, you know, Leslie Kritzer, who she plays Delia and Miss Argentina. And so getting her into that makeup really quickly and then getting her out of that makeup really quickly, those costume changes alone um, take take a small, small village to to make that happen. So there's just a lot of traffic. There's a lot of um, set pieces and and, and jokes and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) Well, let's wrap up our conversation with a celebration. What is something in the year 2020 that has been so unique to us? What's something that in the midst of the negatives or the hardships, what's something that's happened that you feel grateful for that only 2020 could have, could have brought you? Oh my goodness. Well, this could go in a million directions. So I'll just try to find one. Um, honestly, I, I'm so grateful for, uh, uh, I'm grateful for the slowing down. I think a lot of us are, I think it's stress inducing for sure. Um, but I think a a lot of people, and, and maybe I'll just speak for myself. I feel like a lot of things have come into focus, you know, a lot of things for me that I'm saying, okay, this is what I really want to do. You know, I want to, I want to create more. I want to, you know, take care of my body more. I want to, you know, reach out to friends more people I haven't spoken to in years, which I've totally done, you know, and, and, and a lot of people I talk to, they say they're doing the exact same thing. Um, for, for as, for as, for as upsetting or for as disappointing as, as this year has been for a lot of people and, and, and truly honestly traumatizing, uh, you know, 
with all the loss that we're experiencing of life and 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 what our lives used to be um there is i think there's going to be some good stuff on the other side of it because i feel like we're all sort of figuring ourselves out a little bit more we're leaning on each other a little bit more and and i know that i'm i'm for sure doing that um and it's and it has made me a little bit fuller it has made me a lot happier um being able to enjoy my boyfriend to uh you know to spend time virtually with my family to to sort of inspire myself you know inspire myself to do more do new things or finally push open a door that i was too scared to open what's, um, a, what's a sorry to interrupt what's a new thing that you have been you know kind of uh, push to do with this off time? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I, I've never really choreographed before. Um, I'm definitely, I like, I'll see a lot of shapes and, 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 and visuals in my head and, and I love to dance and I love to teach, but choreography is not something I've ever really, um, dug into. And that's something I've, I've actually started to do a lot more in this time is, is sort of figure out, you know, what my voice is, um, as, as a choreographer and as, as someone who wants to create stories or create motion. Um, and whereas, you know, before this, I probably would have been a little scared to reach out to people to ask for like, Hey, you know, I have an idea. Would you want to shoot this with me? Or like, Hey, you know, I'm kind of stuck on this and can I show you this? And, and could you help me figure out, you know, how to transition from this shape to this shape or something like that. And before where I used to be like a little scared to reach out to people, I'm, I'm not so scared to do that anymore. I'm like, yeah. Like, yeah. can you help me with this? If you can, cool. If you can't, great. You know, thanks for listening to me. Yeah, I think that one 2020 has definitely made a community that was already close and, and strong all the more if, if that was seemingly possible. But I think that it has. And then on top of it, I think we're going to see that when theater gets back to um, quote unquote normal um, and producing shows again, that those who are booking the shows will obviously be performing, but I think the difference now will be those who are not or in waiting or in transition will not just be kind of just waiting. They'll continue to be creating uh, at a heightened level that we haven't seen before just because of how 2020 has pushed us out of that comfort zone of, hey, just because I'm not on a physical stage um, under the roof of a actual theater i still can be creating as as much as i want to be yeah that that actually that just makes me think of two things i'll say real quick um we had a talk back once with a group of students and alex brightman at beetlejuice um someone asked uh something along the lines of like how do i get to be on broadway you know very eager very excited young high schooler very much interested in theater and alex said something along the lines of like oh that's a horrible dream or something like that. And then he went to elaborate on it saying that, you know, if, if you make everything about being on Broadway, you only get to be on Broadway a handful of days in your life. But you could be an actor every single day of your life. You could write, you can watch, you can create your own, you can take classes, you can read. He says, you, if you frame it in a way where, sure, I have some bucket list items. I would love to be on a show. I would love to, you know, make my Broadway debut. I would love to check all these things off my list. That's awesome. Like that's absolutely worth pursuing. But if you make it so much more about uh, an active dream, if you make your dream active and you're able to live it every single day, 
you'll never be sad. You'll never be disappointed and, and you'll be living the dream uh, of your own design. And I think that's something worth pursuing. And that also made me think of, as you were talking about um, some people getting back to work and other people finding ways to, to stay creative. Something that has helped me just mindset wise uh, throughout my career is that even if I don't get the job, let's say final callbacks comes down to me and one other person and I don't get it. I might be disappointed for a moment. I might be a little sad, but there's always something that happens where I think, wow, someone else's dream just came true. Someone else just got the job they desperately needed. Someone else is making their Broadway debut. Someone else is working for the first time in months, maybe years. And that is just as worthy of celebration as if you got it yourself. And I think that's something that can serve our community really well in the upcoming months because it is going to be hard to rebuild. It is going to be, you know, a bit of a challenge to finally get people back on the stage and get audience members back in the seats. And, and I think the more we can support each other and lean into building one another up and, and celebrating one another as what we do comes back to life as we know it, I think that will just make this whole transition lovely and, and wonderful. Zachary, thanks for being on the show. Yes, thank you for having me. This was a blast. All right, everyone. That was Zachary Daniel Jones on Bill for the Stage podcast. Special thanks to our producers at the Broadway Podcast Network. You can check them out at bpn.fm. Don't forget about that free trial. No catch, no commitment. Billforthestage.com. Or you can just check out that link in the description of this episode. If you like the podcast, please rate, subscribe, comment. And follow us on the gram at Bill for the Stage. You can check out Zachary's uh, Instagram handle uh, in the description of this podcast as well. All right. It's me, Roscoe, signing off. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.